Okay, headphones on. Talk to me. Hey, hey, hey. Cracking hey, hey, a cold hey. one. Cracking a cold one. I got water bottle. That's what I got, water. <laughs> you didn't want to wake up and immediately start drinking a beer? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, I had I a Red Bull, you. actually. It is not the morning for those concerned. <laughs> no, it's five, six in the afternoon-ish. I had the day off, yes. so I uh, took a nice, like, three o'clock nap. Nice. Yeah, it was good. Afternoon naps are good. It was good. It was a long one. I'll probably be up too too late tonight. <laughs> yeah. I won't be able to uh have my normal sleep schedule, but that's all right. What is You don't it? really have a norm you don't really have a normal one to begin with, right? I know, right? I have <laughs> I have like what starts to be normal one and then I have to switch it. Like I can't my yeah. shift my shift rotates, so yeah, whatever. Can never be comfortable. No, I just got it's take just takes years off my life. That's what it does. Oh, same. I don't sleep at all, so I'm probably like halfway to dementia already. Yeah, that's a good. That's <laughs> a happy thought. Yeah, it's a good start. Yeah. Uh, this is uh this is the Whiff Punish Games Cast. I'm Nick, joined by AJ as always, and uh, I think we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, big episode coming your way. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we're. I. It's gonna feel like we're following up the Last of Us one pretty quick, but it's just for sake of release schedule. I I couldn't get that one out as fast as normal. So, speaking of the Last of Us, final thoughts on that. I would like to golf clap. Okay. All right. Uh. So here's the, here's me golf clapping Last of Us. Nick's refusing to. I think. I. If you notice, I am not joining. He's a bum. Uh, there's five, there's plenty of discourse on The Last of Us. We don't need to spend too much time on there. People will right. will talk about it better than we can. Uh, and we already had our own discussion, just not on the air. So it's kind of past the point of rehashing that out. So sorry for everyone who would have wanted that, but uh, yeah, I, I that was part of the reason was I I think it's it's just such a it's such a big thing. It's all anybody was talking about, you know. We already had a lot of time dedicated to it, kind of. So, um, but your final thoughts, because you liked it. Uh, well, you want me to give them. Yeah, it's probably going to be my game of the year. It's pretty close to it right now. Okay. Yeah, I we can think, keep it short. I think uh, they what they managed or what they wanted to do in terms of tell a story that uh, kind of shifts perspectives and makes you feel the weight of the decision-making that the characters in the story make uh, was very successful with me. And I think they married that cool story, which which I don't really get in many games, with uh, some superbly paced gameplay that I wasn't excited to do going in and I happened to enjoy thoroughly throughout the entire game. So... It kind of yeah. equaled to a good experience for me. You can probably hear me saying some of that on the first, on our last episode that we talked about. And, uh, yeah. Naughty Dog, in general, um, makes a game that's so polished, so polished that it's 
still jarring to play games like coming off the last of us the games that yeah. i'm playing now like aren't that polished and it's yeah. it's it's very jarring to even go to something that is still awesome and beautiful and really well made uh but just doesn't have that level of of attention to detail probably or budget i would say that um yeah something mm-hmm. like the last of us does and and so it's hard for me to even fault a new game that doesn't have those levels of. Uh, I keep saying levels of polish, but it, it's just. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a golf clap to a specific facet of The Last of Us Two, and that is the tech. <laughs> it is very good. You can't do the halfway golf claps. No, it's a halfway <laughs> golf clap for. Uh, they are very good. They are very good developers, no matter what. At the end of the day, and. Uh, Nick really a actually of, likes a game. He just needs to stand on his hill that he's ready to die on, and that's all it is. I mean, it can come off that way. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's it's. I know. I know how I feel and how I think. And it was a totally fine game. Um, yeah, I mean it, that that's kind of it. It was fine. Yeah. Um, little too long for me. Uh, it it did what it needed to do. It could have done what it did in about half the time. I think. And it would have been stronger for it, in my opinion. But um, yeah, it's fine. It's Last of Us is another Last of Us game. It exists, and it was absolutely stunning to just experience. Yeah, which absolutely. Uh, which is something you know that's that's not saying nothing. Yeah, you know, it's still worth. There's still some value there, no matter what. Absolutely. I was so I was so pleased with that aspect of The Last of Us that I immediately downloaded Uncharted Lost Legacy, which I hadn't played. That's right. And went yeah, right, right. right into that and played that. And got the same wonderful uh, yeah. just experience with, you know, a really well-made thing. Uh, we don't Lost have- Legacy is so awesome. I, I like... I think that short, like, 10-hour uh, narrative works better for a Drake's Uncharted game than like the full 25-hour uh, adventure mm-hmm. campaign that you end up getting with with the actual Uncharted games. Does that make sense? Um, I I don't know. I don't. I mean, it makes sense. I don't know that I agree. I, I liked Uncharted 4, and I actually like how long it actually was. Really? Yeah. I feel like I, I don't... I don't have... I don't have a good... That's the only one... Collection that's the only of one thoughts, I really... Because it's been a yeah. while since I played that. But That's I remember, the only one that was like long. The other ones really weren't that long. I can remember the one with like the tree sap zombie guys for like getting to the end of it and being like, "Okay, we done yet? Ugh, not tree yet. Sap. Okay, we done yet? It's probably two oh, or three. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, Naughty Dog likes to apparently like tease that the game is over and then never yeah, actually end absolutely. it for like five five more endings. Uh, yeah. Can we have a tangent here? Actually, this is weird. Sure, but. Games in 2020 in in the modern era have this uh, habit of having like seven prologues or epilogues. Sorry, not prologues. Do you have another example? Is that why you brought that up? RDR, Last of Us. Uh, Red Dead has literally an epilogue. Death Stranding, that's true. It's just this thing like I always experience it. I get to the end of a game and I've talked about this with you a little bit. Yeah. Uh, And... I know I'm at the end of the game, and like, 
I'm, I'm kind of weird about when I sit down to play a game. I want a good chunk of time in front of me. Like, I, I won't sit around, sit down and chip 15 minutes at a game. I usually don't do that. If I, if I don't have a good, like, chunk of time to put towards something, and it's not just games. Really, like, that applies to reading. I don't like to start a, a chapter in a book unless I can finish the chapter. Oh, wow. I, I like... I like solid breakpoints in my in my stuff. Yeah. So there there's this spot where I I get to in a game where I know I'm at the end of the game and let's say it's like the last level with the last boss or whatever. So okay, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to beat this. That's the I know I'm going to beat it right now. And I sit down and I play the last level. And it's usually a little bit difficult, so I don't blaze right through it. And then I fight the last boss, and then that's just a little bit difficult. I don't... Mm -hmm. And then they show me, like, an hour of (laughs) cutscenes. And then I get through the hour of cutscenes, and it's like, oh, wait, here's an epilogue that you need to play, too. And by this time, I've already been sitting there for three hours because of the whole play through the end of the game series. And I don't want to leave and come back and just to play the the epilogue. Like I want that finalized push yeah. through the end of the game and the final bow wrapped up so that I can like formulate my thoughts and reflect on what I just played. Yeah. And they keep stretching it out and stretching it out and stretching it out. And I don't have like the actual time to sit there for another six hours while they run through like a bunch of epilogues to do Do you understand? Yeah, and uh, I do, I do, because I actually had to do this at the end of the uh, of Yakuza Zero. Yeah, Yakuza Zero does not let you save anywhere. It's it's specific save points, and the end of that game is weirdly longer than you expect. So I had to leave that game running for twenty four hours one time just to finish it. Yeah, it sucked. It was it sucked, but so like. I don't know that it's a little I, little different than your situation, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, I, don't know I know that what you I mean, like yeah. want epilogues to go away. I'm not really complaining about the structure yeah. of the game. It's a, just a problem that I have, and all the games are are doing this thing where they take the time to uh, put a finishing touch on the game, kind of. Yeah, and that that as a as a player, sometimes I'm just like, Ugh, all right, let me let me finish this. Yep. Uh, so, anyways, that's a weird tangent I have, and. But I would say Lost Legacy is good. I really like the India setting. That was kind of yeah. neat to be crawling around temples in India. Yeah, and it was cool. Um, it, I think it's really awesome that you don't play as Drake. And, like, you get a different perspective to that world, which, you know, I mean, it's just the real world in quotes, so it's not really that interesting. But, like, because it's in India and then you play as um, Chloe. Chloe, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and Chloe, you know is of that origin and knows all of the mythology and all that stuff. Like it's, it's, it's really cool. It was really cool just to see a different two, two funny things right here. Okay. That you're going to laugh at. Number one is I didn't realize Chloe was Indian until the game. Oh, really? I, I mean, I, I guess you can tell that she's not, she's foreign a little bit, but yeah, I just never thought about it. I I don't care really. She's also not like, she doesn't have Frankly, an accent hu- she, or anything well, like that. Well, she's yeah, she's English, which yeah. is that there's like layers to that, I guess, because yeah. India was, you know, occupied for so many years. Yeah. But yeah. But the other thing is Drake wasn't in the game, but Chloe might as well have been Nathan Drake. The way she quips mm-hmm. through the entire game is one for one 
Nathan Drake. It's just a female. And it made yeah. me laugh the whole time. I was like, this is, there's no Drake here, but this is Drake. This is absolutely yeah. Nathan Drake. Yeah, so, it doesn't really, he, he's like not that special of a character at all. Nah. <laughs> and it's funny because all four of the games like really do a hard, they spend a lot of time trying to make Drake a character where you're like yeah. playing through they his family they really history do. and yeah. like all this stuff. So yeah, they really do. It's kind of funny. And I don't, I don't, like even playing, I probably played the first three games twice. Um, really? Even, yeah, yeah. Huh. Even playing all of them, like I still don't have any really. <laughs> a couple times, I don't have any history in my head about Nathan Drake the character. So it's funny to me that like that's not the stuff that stands out in the, those games at all. Right. Which is why I said that ten hour version, like without that, kind of worked. I think really well. But it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I'm sure we'll get more Drake, and I'm sure we'll get more Last of Us. Because that's how video games work, and yeah, <laughs> I just don't want to think about that for now. <laughs> I want to, I, I want to live in this weird period where we don't know what they're doing next, and hope, just pray that they're doing something completely new <laughs> at some point. Some but point. that's probably not the that's probably not the case. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't know where you want to. Well, I I can. I jump off because we've yeah. been playing a whole lot of different things I had some a, new things i had a week off uh work so i kind of crushed some backlog games real quick i can run through yeah. those um i played ratchet and clank ps4 uh, yep great that, game that was fun yeah i was surprised at how well the the game holds up uh for some reason when i got my playstation that was at a reduced price. I don't know if it ever sold full price. Actually, it's not that, that game's not that old. It's only like three years old. It says 2016, I think, on the f- four years on the uh, whatever on my. Okay, that was a long, longer, longer time ago than I realized. Closer, still. closer to the release of PS4 is what where I would put it. Yeah, that's true. But I just didn't play it because I thought it was just a remaster, and I played the heck out of the first couple games, and I just didn't think I needed one, and. Yeah, because of the new an uh game coming, I decided I'd I'd rip through that real quick, and I was delightfully satisfied with uh the Ratchet and Clank experience. Still. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised you like felt that way because I mean it is legitimately a remake of the first one. It's kind of cool the, how they did the it. first one was so long ago, so it's, like <clears throat> it's kind of cool how they like framed the original story in a remake. Uh, they have like a quark in jail, like retelling the story of the first game, yeah. and then they yeah. mention like a a hologram or whatever holoview movie or whatever. So they reference the film in there too. Yeah, and and uh, it's it's kind of cool. So quark's like narrating the whole game. I was impressed with the work they did to. They could have just updated the graphics on the first game and. Well, what I mean, you you might not remember the first game did not do the thing that Ratchet and Clank does really well, which is um, upgrading weapons over time. Yeah. That was, that was introduced in going commando and that's what made the two, the sequ- the second and third one. So much more interesting and fun. Yeah. So that was why it was awesome that they remade the first one. Cause like going back and playing the first one after all of those changes to the gameplay is like, you would never want to do that. Like, why would you ever do that? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, so I'm excited for the new one even more so now. 
And oh, uh, I can't wait. Yeah, that, that's all that's, I have with that's that. The, that's the my most anticipated PS5 game. Really? Pretty much. Currently? Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. fun. Uh, did you do you have anything you want to catch up on? Um, backlog wise, I mean, in our little little um period between the Last of Us episode, I, I would say the only backlog thing was uh, I I did start. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, and I'm pretty deep into it. I was trying to beat it before Ghosts of Tsushima. Um, but yeah, I mean, just we you talked about that game a lot already. It's I think it's really good. I'm surprised at how much I like it. I think it's um, really fun to explore. I I think it's one of the best Uncharted likes that is not an Uncharted game. Uh, like, I want to see more um I want to see more Star Wars stuff like that. Like, I think I, 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 it's going so far for me to just climb shit, jump around, explore Kashyyyk and whatever. It looks great. Um, you know, Star Wars is like this thing that is not that important to me anymore, so it's nice to like get into it again. It's kind of fun. Uh, Star Wars is a good playground for design. A billion things. And there used to be... There used to be so many like cool games back in the day with Star Wars, and there really isn't any more. That's because Disney uh, owns the license now. Yeah, and so like things they used to give it away can- willy nilly. Yeah, they things keep getting canceled, or uh, like Battlefront is a solid game, but it's also like you know just an FPS. I mean, it looks amazing. They, it's cool to be in that <clears throat> universe too, but like yeah, they, they also. Sc- I they screwed see, that game up a little bit, so I do think they did some cool stuff with the license in that game too. There's some some of the dogfight missions in that were yeah, the dogfighting was amazing in that game, and I'm, that makes yeah. me excited for the new uh, battle whatever EA game. Yeah, I, f- I already forget Starfighter. Is it Starfighter? I don't even remember what it's called. Yeah, I don't uh, either. The, the new one, the new one that's coming out that they announced. Um, but yeah, Fallen Order's surprisingly good. Um, and I mean. I think I was like, I, I, I like I was upset with Insomniac making a licensed game. I also don't love that Respawn's time was taken away to make a, another light like a licensed game instead of their own individual unique stuff. But they did a really good job, and they did some really cool things with it in terms of uh, just traversal. Like you can you can like feel some of the things that were in Titanfall in that game. And that's just really impressive. Like it's impressive that they adapted that to a licensed thing and made it fit within star Wars itself. And then a third person melee focused game too. It's not even, and, a, it's not, it's a yeah. whole different genre of, of control and everything. Something they haven't done. Yeah. Like they're, they're known for shooters and their call of duty history and everything. And like, yeah. And they, to- they made a totally adequate third person I think, melee game that's like a Souls game, but is like lightened up a bit that it's not so punishing. It's 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 really impressive. I think uh, the sum of that game's parts is is greater than any of the individual parts. Yes, yes, and I agree. They borrow a, a lot of just uh, gameplay aspects from a lot of successful games in different genres. You know, Dark Souls, Metroid. Yeah, uh, Uncharted, and and none of those things by themselves are extremely polished. I don't think. No, they aren't. But the whole 
package together. And I feel this way about Ghost of Tsushima a lot too. Mm. Um, but the whole package together just kind of sings. And yeah, it's a fun experience. Like when it comes down to it, it's just fun to play and climb and slash your way through these yeah. Star Wars planets. And that's really what we play games for. So successful yeah. game. Yeah, like I, I mean, I don't give a shit about the story. I don't like Cal lightsaber. I don't care about any of that stuff. It's just all the the, the sum of the parts is just so fun. And yeah. uh, oh, I had a point. I forget where I was going with that. Um, the, Let me ask you real quick, though, one thing, because I know you're particular about melee combat in terms of any game. Yeah. Um, that's just one of your. I know that's a good, that reminds me of where I was so, going. So, yeah, yeah. how do you feel about it after spending? Because you're playing on, you played it on a harder difficulty. You you didn't, you yeah. wanted the challenge, correct? Yeah, it's. And a which, lot of people complained about uh, just not being able to get a good feel for the rhythm of how things work. And I was just wondering. I mean, I, I eventually figured it out myself. I was just wondering how you, what your experience is with that. It's um. It's okay. I don't think it's bad. Like, it's not bad by any means. Uh, there, the timing on how you can parry and stuff is just really kind of weird. And, um, like, 10 hours into the game, I think maybe maybe getting close to the end, potentially. I don't know. Um, it just It's just crazy to me that I don't have a feel for it yet. And so I think the game just, because it's a Star Wars game and you're a Jedi compensates for that because you just get powers so you don't have to really worry about it after a point and that sort of i sort of think that's why it's not as polished as it should be because you don't have to rely on parrying and meleeing everybody to death like you can do other things to sort of negate it or make it easier or whatever and so you kind of you kind of just get away from that part of the game as you get deeper into it um, not completely, of course, like you still have to be able to do it, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a good attempt. I'll say that like the, like in the post dark souls era of 3d action RPGs with melee combat, like so many games at this point now have made good attempts and done their own things well, while still not perfecting it. And I think this game is one of those. We're, we're in this cool also cool spot now with games and specifically like melee based combat I think where there's a lot of different takes on how to make it work yeah and uh there's both like the stamina management yeah uh like dark souls thing and then I would say the under other end of the spectrum is sort of like uh devil may cry where you have button combos and it's like oh, yeah, pure that's, hack that's... and slash that's a totally different genre. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and so we're having a lot of games that are kind of like trying to end up somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of what this does, where you have a little bit of stamina management and a little bit of like style that you can apply to the combat, but yeah. it doesn't want to be like a thing where you run up to enemies and mash square, 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 triangle, square, 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 triangle, and you just kind of right. mash your way through and. They they said that in their their marketing spiel they wanted thoughtful combat, and I think they managed uh, they managed that in a way that I think Ghost of Tsushima is another good example of that too. It's like not yeah, it's it's not I don't know it's precise kind of timing and and striking as opposed yeah. to 
as opposed to whatever Devil May Cry is with. Yeah, like um, I think I, the thing I was going to say also, like on top of all that is like because it's a little bit slowed down, not, not, it's slowed down in terms of like you need to watch and react where in in Devil May Cry and everything you don't necessarily have to react. Certain enemies will make you react to things, but that's kind of Yeah, this it. game definitely wants um, you to learn enemy patterns and how yeah. and, and when to dodge and what attacks to right. use against certain enemies. Right. And so I think what Jedi does really well just across the entire game is you feel like such a badass. Like at at certain times it is just like oh, that was sick. And like the the last Star Wars game that did that was Force Unleashed, which I sort of forgot existed. And that was like a power fantasy where it that game, I feel like, existed to show off tech <laughs> of like things breaking and flinging around and, and physics-y stuff. And um, in, in Jedi, it, 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 it goes as simple as reflecting a laser at a stormtrooper in a hallway is so just so cool. Like yeah, and like they I make agree. jokes they make jokes about it like a stormtrooper will you'll turn a corner and he'll be standing there and he'll be like oh shit. <laughs> like they they'll be like oh no. <laughs> and then they try to shoot at you and you just fling one laser back at them and they're dead and it's it's hilarious. And like now now like I like I said earlier like you get to a point where you're just getting so many powers and they just get stronger and stronger and like just flinging a giant group of enemies off of ledges or all of them down at one time or whatever. It's just, it's hilarious, but it feels, it feels more, and this is stupid, but it feels more grounded than force unleashed. Like, yeah, yeah. you might get to, you might get to knock that whole group down once. And then you got to like, you got to fight for it. You got to not, you got to, attack them a couple times or whatever. Like you gotta, you gotta actually like balance the things that you're doing. You can't just willy nilly do force powers all over the place. Cause you run out of them pretty quick. Yeah. You're for, it's pretty limited. Actually your force, it's ri- it's your really force bard like depletes fast and then you have yeah, to it actually really does. strike enemies to get the force back, which I think is a good system because it encourages the use of both, right. Me- both combat and, and force powers. Right. So would you golf clap it? I think I already did, but I mean, I haven't finished it yet. Where are um, you at? So I I still technically only have four planets unlocked. I don't and, I don't think there's you, I don't think there's only like six or seven. Okay, because I mean I'm surprised there's that many more because I have I have almost all of the powers unlocked. Mm-hmm. But that might just be because I've been able to get my stuff back and haven't really like lost a ton of experience. Yeah. Um. So it does make you backtrack a little bit. Yeah, that's what and that's what I'm doing. I've been like re. It's it, the story has been forcing me back through all of the original planets to like continue the story along. Yeah, so. it does the Metroid thing a little bit. So, hey, you have new powers now. You can explore these areas that you previously couldn't. When you, you can go explore back to them. Planets. Yeah, you can explore them, but also we're gonna force you to go back there yep. because we we need we need to like really drive that fact home that hey, you know, there's stuff here that you missed. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine, because like those those planets actually revealed a lot more to them than I thought there were, which is awesome. Because like the you know, there's slides everywhere, and they use those to like really cover a lot of ground. Yeah, so you can um, traverse instead of having to to warp around the planet with with uh, 
not even that. Like, what I mean is, like, you you go to those first four planets, and, like, they seem really small and limited in scope, and you're like, oh, what else could I possibly do here? And then it's like, well, I blew down this wall, and now I'm going down a slide for 20 minutes, and that just led me 40 miles across the planet, and here's this whole other new, like, giant area. So they, they, they mask that stuff pretty well, actually. So, like, yeah. it made it... It made it more fun because because it, it's it's hard to like go back in a Metroid game and feel like it was actually worthwhile. Yeah. Uh, other than if you're like sucked into the getting all the things, but but this does this does a really good job of like actually you didn't even know that there was like this whole other two thirds of this level. Yeah. Which is which is sweet. Um, where in like Metroid stuff, pat like two D games you can usually see what the map is like hiding from you pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. That's cool. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Cause I didn't know for sure if you would. Yeah. And that, well, that's why I waited on it too. Cause like I wasn't super excited about it and it came out like at a time when I just was not going to prioritize that over anything. No way. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that game is, janky as hell still like it had real performance issues on consoles i think yeah and it's, I, had a, it's, I had a bear of a time with that game I'm it still you. does on p it still does on pc which is like really frustrating because like when that game is firing in all, on all cylinders it looks really good actually like just the, just the overall thing like if you look too closely at things it's especially people i think people look weird in that game yeah but or wookies it, the wookies look fucking horrible just <laughs> just horrible like they they're like real tall they're real tall and skinny with like dreadlocks not really like just fur. like the, the fur thing is just I don't know how I wonder if any studio could do it I, I want to see Naughty Dog show me what your Wookiee would look like well I mean it's there's been good looking like fur in games I've, it's just I feel like that long because Wookies have long fur it's not yeah. like a short hair thing, yeah and I feel yeah. like that's what's hard to render. And when you cover someone's yep. whole body with it, it just yeah. it just turns into it looks I mean like, it's better it's it's better than it's been in the past. Like in Knights of the Old Republic, they were just a straight up flat texture. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we're still not there yet. At least in terms of we are, video, rendering. We are not there yet. We can't render Wookiees yet. Hair hair on like some hair on PC like there's a specific setting on some PC games um that is all about hair. It's funny enough. Yeah. And it destroys your performance whenever you turn it on. Like really? Witcher had it. Yeah. Witcher had it. Like the Tomb Raider games weirdly had it. So yeah, we're I think we're still maybe a long way off from that. It's, it's just pretty funny. It's just funny when you see them. Like the the thing I can't get over is they're really skinny. Like they made them <laughs> really skinny. Like in the movies and like other games, like they seem so imposing and intense, but like when you're standing next to them, they're like, they're just like a bean pole, and it's just like, what the fuck? Give me your best Wookiee impression right now. I I can't I can't roll my tongue like that. I can't I can't. I'm not even trying. <laughs> All right. I've I've tried before. I can't. All right. Uh, but yeah, Jedi's pretty good. I'm not gonna give it a golf clap yet, but All right. um, I'm enjoying it. That's cool. That's good. I'm glad you're playing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I played a pretty weird game. My one weird game a year, actually. <laughs> one. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm. Last year, I feel like my weirdest game was Friends of Rico Ishikawa. And this yeah, game, I don't. Yeah. This game kind of reminds me of that game for some reason. Okay. Anyways, I played uh, Catherine Fully Loaded. 
Full body. Full body. That's correct. Yeah. Full body. Which is a remastered version of Catherine. Yeah. Uh, which was originally a PS3 game. Am I right with that? It was on 360 also, I think. Um, but that generation, yeah. Yeah, so they updated it. They added some story content, I think. Uh, they added some new puzzle mechanics to play through if you were a fan of the original. And, wow, what a weird game. I don't I don't even really know where to start. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been on my list for a while. Just haven't got around to it. So you play as uh, Vincent, and he's a pretty, like, normal guy. And so by day, you hang out in a bar called the Stray Sheep. Yeah, what a cool guy. And he hangs out with his buddies, and you basically uh, do like a talking simulator thing where you talk yeah, to your just friends, dialogue you talk stuff. to the bartender, you text people on your phone, mm. they text you back, and like your responses all get cataloged into some kind of morality meter. Okay. And when you order drinks, you get drunk. And it's uh-huh. funny, every time you take a drink, they give you drink trivia. Like these, it's really, it has a <laughs> lot of, it's made by Atlas, who I think does Persona 4, right? Per Persona. I, I'm always confused because Atlas is like a publisher, but also a developer. So I don't, I, I don't yeah. know. I think, I think they are the developer of Persona. Yeah. But I'm honestly not sure. Well, they go, they go, they work really hard to put little like, artistic flourishes on the presentation of the game. There's yeah. like a jazz, smooth jazz narrator. There's a like playhouse logo up in the top left. Excuse me, sorry. Uh, that kind of presents the game as this midnight program that you're watching on your TV. Okay. And they just have all this swaggy kind of presentation of like smooth jazz love story uh okay. thing going on here. Yeah. And so you get drunk and the amount of drunk that you get uh affects how well you perform in the puzzles. Like the more drunk you are, the faster you can climb. Oh, really? But also the more you drink, like people in the bar leave and come come and go as time goes by. Uh-huh. And part of the game is just interacting with people in the bar and you kind of like they each some of the people kind of had their own stories. And so the more that you talk to them, you can end up like helping them throughout the game. Mm-hmm. And so if you just drink, you kind of miss those opportunities to do that. Okay. So it's kind of this choice of how to spend your time. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's neat. I didn't know that. But when you leave the bar at the end of the like little section where you're you're having conversation he goes home and goes to sleep. And what happens is he has this girlfriend and he ends up cheating on his girlfriend. And so he ends up in this cursed nightmare. And in mm-hmm. the cursed nightmare, it's the puzzle section of the game that you have to play. And it's like, it's basically 3D block, dude. Okay. So you're you're trying to climb uh, cubes mm-hmm. and you can push the cubes and stand on the cubes and move the cubes around and you're basically trying to get to the top and climb your way out of the nightmare by the mm-hmm. end of the night. So, I don't want to I don't want to talk about the story too much because for me it was like really fun just playing and like what the heck is going on here? And if it's I It's like primarily the game anyway, right? Yeah. And if I like, 
if I tell you too much about it, I feel like it'll some of that fun won't be there because it's yeah literally crazy what's yeah. happening. But uh, as far as the puzzle thing goes, it's pretty interesting how it works. You have you start with three moves, and you can shift the blocks, and blocks will fall and explode and and like different things, and you can undo your moves mm. if you get stuck. And as you climb the the tower, you collect like extra moves, so you'll get more undos to do. Mm. So, but the the thing is, is like you can get yourself so stuck that there's no way forward. Yeah. Like if I would push a block forward, then back, and then forward again, that's three moves, and those would like all three undos would count for the same. And gotcha. sometimes you get to that's a spot, pretty intense. Yeah. Sometimes you get to a spot where you can't move anymore because you've yeah. pushed it too many blocks away or whatever. So if you hit retry, the game will auto-climb for you to where you previously were. Oh, that's nice. So it's kind of weird because it, it's really nice how it works accessibility-wise because I don't have to worry about like getting stuck and not being able to progress and having to start all the way over. Yeah. But also, like I would just climb until I couldn't climb anymore and then hit retry automatically, and he would get right back to the same spot, and I would have a better... Yeah, group of, group of stuff to work with. So sometimes, like, it almost felt like I wasn't earning the progress because yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would not want to play the game without that feature in there because then it would be like it gets hard at the end. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, I that's uh, I I, I without even like playing it, I'm happy that exists because yeah, it would it would suck to have to like redo everything from scratch and have to do it like perfectly every time. But it definitely took away some of the satisfaction of I'm a genius. I solved this puzzle like feeling really? that you get from playing puzzle games. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it did. But I think that the design concept is so interesting, and th- literally the whole entire game they teach you puzzle techniques to to improve mm. your climbing speed. Like if you talk to people in the in the game world, <laughs> hey, next time you go to sleep, remember this one weird trick for so your weird block puzzle dream. It's pretty funny when when you go to sleep. <laughs> You appear in the nightmare world as a sheep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they do the uh, they do the thing where like Death Stranding, where all the people that are playing the game right now, you can see them going into the nightmare mm-hmm. as sheep. They're like in a line walking into the nightmare, and it has all their usernames above. <laughs> and so it like keeps scores of who has the best score every night. And at the okay. end of every climb. You go into a confession booth because there's this whole like religious motif that's going on during the nightmares. Okay. And and the, the priest or whoever's in the confession booth asks you questions, and then you answer. It's like questions about your lover, and then you answer uh-huh. those questions, and then that again affects your morality meter. Which the morality meter, the whole game is like a dating simulator. So the morality meter will affect who you actually end up with as a okay. as a, in your relationship in the game. Yeah. But uh. At the end of the climb, then you can see everyone's results. It'll be like, do you wish you could run naked through the forest? And it'll be like, mm-hmm. yes or no. And then you can see, like, all the men said yes, all the women said no, all the game players. Like, you can look at those stats. It's it's kind of just a weird combination of... It is weird. But I really need someone to play it so we can talk about the story because at the the the, the theme and the end that, that they landed on as a, what we're going to make this game about is hilariously inappropriate for, I would say, American standards, especially with what we're going on right now. Really? 
Yeah, it's it's it's. I don't it's funny. even know what you mean by that. <laughs> it's just kind of like their outlook on on marriage and monogamy and like all oh. these things that this game like hmm. tries to have serious conversation about while poking fun at itself. Yeah. Ultimately, are points of view that I was like blown away <laughs> that they they were like, "This is how we feel about this thing." Hmm. I was like, "Whoa, Japanese culture." Not it's not American. It's not an American culture. <laughs> well, and no, it, it definitely isn't. It's pretty. It's pretty fun. But Catherine, fully loaded. I'll give that a thumbs up. Full uh, body. <laughs> full body, fully loaded. What's fully loaded? What? What am I thinking of? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that's been used as a subtitle for a, a thousand things at least. <laughs> and and full body hasn't, which is in reference to wine, by the way, which they tell you in trivia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even though the game is very sexualized too, that's definitely what I was thinking. It had. I don't think it uh, is too it bad. It's your basic anime with like the teasing girls yeah. that are like, ah, ha, 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 ha. but there's yeah. not there's not like I don't know. You can play it in front of your mother. There's I don't no thinks you really wow. It's not that bad. They say that. Do you know my stuff. mom? <laughs> well, it was a general I know, statement. I'm, I know. I'm joking. <laughs> Yeah, someday, someday I'll get around to that. Um, Actually, I could even probably just let you borrow it because I'm not going to play it again, and I have it on disc. Yeah, and I think, some, uh, and then someday you can play it. I think, I think, I think the same thing was supposed to happen forever ago because Dustin was the first one to play that game. And uh, what was his and, opinion and on like, it? Do you know, I think he, he liked it a lot. I, I, from what I recall, that was a long time ago. Now at this point, um, what what made me check it out is like, like I've been seeing a lot of people kind of do. A competitive thing with it yeah where it's like uh two people trying to climb and that sounds fun to me in terms of puzzle fighting i think that's yeah. kind of a neat thing yeah so Catherine, full body <laughs> there you go good job I had to get it right once yeah one time <laughs> uh so I, I, is there any other like older stuff that you want to talk about or because uh, I because I have mostly new games and there's the one Ghost of Tsushima is the newest one but uh, I don't know if you want to hit anything. I don't else have first. any other older games and uh, I have I've been playing Paper Mario too. I have five or six hours in that so yeah. We can talk let's about talk, Ghost. Let's talk about Ghost of Tsushima, Ghost of Sashimi, Sushi, whatever. Tsushima, uh, Tsushima. It's a T. It is a T. The uh, Tsushima. The new and last big Sony exclusive release, I think, until until they PS5. surprise us with, "Hey, we got another one." Nah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think there will be anything else. But um, this was a long time coming because it's from Sucker Punch, who last made Infamous Second, Second Son, Son, which was which a launch free, title. I have, for, I still have it on my. Uh, I think I have it on my PS4 library. Yeah, it was a PS Plus game at some point. Um, so that's how long it's been since they put out another game. Side note: that... I I enjoyed those uh, <laughs> infamous infamous games. Yeah, I I played the first one. It was fine. I I think I think it's a perfect indicator of where Ghost of Tsushima sits in terms of game. <laughs> Interesting um, comment. I mean, infamous. I would call a B tier game of that generation, and um, Ghosts is walking that line. I think. Um, 
but yeah, it's the it's the new game from them. It's uh, medieval Japan, which is awesome right away, uh, and it's like more of a realistic medieval Japan, and um, that alone is why I'm playing it. That's like literally the only reason I was interested in it. Um, it for sure is the most video game video game I've played lately. This year, this year, yeah. Like it you is think more than you think more than uh, Jedi Fallen Order because I think that's a pretty video gamey video game too. I would say they're pretty... yes, yes, it is. But that came out last year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I, I but yeah, I mean, Ghost is like it's just so much standard open world, check a box, uh, thing. You know, like the story is so far pretty bland. Yeah, I feel like they with um, the story uh, we can even we can even get into it a little bit. They it, it's set in Japan when the Khans invaded. Yeah, the Mongols, which is a good setting. Like that's that's sweet and interesting. So they they kind of just give you the okay, we're gonna get ready to fight back. Yeah, and then that's basically the general story beat that you get to go roam the island and recruit people to fight back against the Mongols and or root out the Mongols that are already in areas. Yeah, it's and like it, a classic, I didn't die when I should have died, yep. so now I must rise up yeah, and, and it's defeat so loose. the invaders. It's so loose with that storytelling that it kind of just... It's, Sor- just, it's sort it, of irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of just an excuse to, to wander <laughs> the map, really, yeah. is, is all. Yep. So... How do you feel about it? I don't know. I keep landing um, on, like, all these things. You know, like I said, it, it's coming off the back of Last of Us. And yes, just, which they should. What a poor timing release window. Yeah. They should have flip-flopped them for They should have flip-flopped them or, um, or waited, maybe. I mean, because we have a couple months before the PS5. Like, Ghost could have came out later. Like, I, I don't know. But it's just very jarring. Yeah. Coming from that game and jumping to this one in terms of animating, like the character and movement again, and... tech, yeah, the, the yeah. tech. It is, it is a big, it is the divide is wide between the quality of Last of Us in terms of a technical product and Ghost. It is like you can see that Ghost was started. I mean, Last of Us would have been developed started developing a long time ago too, but like Naughty Dog does their thing so well. Ghosts looks like a game that should have came out like four years ago, in my opinion. Um, that's not to say that it looks bad, and yeah, it's, whatever. It, it's kind of weird how where they where they made things look look good. good. I think yeah. is what they spent time on. There's a, a beautiful lighting engine that changes like so frequently. It's so much jarring, right? And yeah, it's kind of awesome. Like the way. It's dusk and then it's night and then it's morning and there's mist and there's wind and yeah there, there's th- a ton of uh, effects where particle effects where the leaves are blowing around and the yeah it, it, it constantly gives you a really cinematic uh, like ride around nature yeah uh, like vibe thing it's very stylish and like the they they do prioritize certain environmental things to like for the for the overall appearance to be like really impressive which is awesome yeah yeah 
just don't look just don't look too close. It's pretty that's the thing. They just don't have the level of detail that, that I'm right. used to in, in twenty twenty, really. Right. Like when yeah, it like, comes to like the way they modeled buildings, like the the buildings yep. that they have like look pretty similar. Yep. And and stuff like that. They like have reused assets a lot is what I would Yeah. Uh, how I would explain it. Yeah. But uh the thing that kind of makes me laugh a little bit is like you're 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 going around a map and talking to people like you're basically going to different points on your map and hitting R2 and they didn't really like spend any time animating any of it like you literally <laughs> just like go to the point hit R2 and then the screen I'm sort will of kinda, thankful thankful the screen for that, will kind of go to black and then it'll it'll reset and you'll see the picture again and it'll just be like a pulled out Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a pulled out version of you and your and the whoever you're talking to, like they they're not animated at all. They're just standing in the standing still in the because they didn't want to be close, so you could didn't have to animate facial animations or yeah. Or if the guy goes to get on his horse or something, it'll cut to black and you'll just hear him get on his horse, and then you'll it'll come back to and it's right. Yep. Like they masked a lot of the just stuff that that we're used to seeing, like with Red Dead, where they animated everything and yeah. That's what I mean. Like th- this, this feels like an old game. Like it, it feels like it's it's behind the times. Like it didn't. Like yeah. they didn't really. Like nobody was looking at what open world games were doing in the last couple years. Yeah. And tweak anything. Like it, it was like we have this. We got it working. We had this one way, and we're just gonna roll with it. And I. No, I know nothing about making a large scale video game. I cannot believe this took that long for for reasons that you're explaining. For like asset re they, they all the same assets, all the same buildings are everywhere. People don't animate. They don't they don't even like zoom in on anybody for any reason other than like major characters which look good. Um but like it's just like the quest design, all that stuff, everything just feels old which isn't bad it's just not um innovative it's not it's not it doesn't even need to be innovative it's like it it takes you out of it like all those all those screen cuts all the um all the zoomed out dialogue sections with like throwaway npcs in the game like it it shows all of its like it shows all of the gears working behind the scenes immediately yeah, to the you, and it's of the game. and it's just like it's just like man, this is. That's what I mean when I say it's such a video game. Like it's not it's not really immersive in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Like like some sometimes I'll feel myself like thinking like wow this is stunning. Like riding across this landscape, looking at everything moving, the wind blowing, leaves flying through the air, like. When it's firing on all cylinders, it's really awesome. But then, but then you'll go to talk to somebody, and it's like cut to black. Okay, now we're standing still, and we're zoomed out, and we have this really awful conversation where there's hardly any emotion in anything. And go collect this thing, and we're we'll be good. Good job, video game player. The uh, games. The thing I keep like, coming it's back just, to. It's is- weird thing I keep coming back to is with Horizon Zero Dawn because it was a similar, like, open-world experience. It was. I I think this game is very similar to Horizon, actually. 
what and going around and talking to people in Horizon, they every character had like unique like and it modeling. Yeah, for their, and it their outfits in. and stuff yeah. like that. And it was awesome buildings. to look at. All yeah. the buildings were different and yep. Yep. the environments look unique in all these places. Yep. And it just sort of feels like that game was like three years ago. I mean, it feels exactly. Like- and it's a Sony owned studio. It's a first party game. It, it's a fir- like the technology that Horizon uh, that Gorilla has for Horizon. You they used it in Death Stranding. Like their engine is awesome. Like why why wasn't any of this shared with Sucker Punch? You know, like, or or why wasn't anybody looking at like, hey, we released this game like three years ago that was like awesome and we're doing something very similar just feels like a step back at the end of the life cycle yeah it's like what like it 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 just feels like they needed to get this out the door a little bit it it by no means feels rushed it does not feel rushed at all it's fine um but it's just it just feels like an old game like it should have came out around the time of horizon or something and like it I don't know. It's it's a weird it's a weird note to send the PS4 out on, I think. Yeah. So here's the funny thing, despite all of that, that negativity we kind of just ta- we just brought. Yeah. I yeah. I like the game. Like I don't know what it's okay, it is yeah. about it that I'm che- I'm checking the boxes and I think I will for yeah. a long time and Yeah. I don't know what about it's solid. this. I don't know what about this experience and, I, and I've been trying to kind of nail it down for myself. I don't know what about it is like keeping me in- interested and entertained despite all of this kind of so mediocre mediocrity. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. So like all of those things aside, um I could have those complaints about a billion games that I like a lot. Um that is just it's just jarring coming off of Last of Us is like the biggest thing. And then it's also jarring compared to contemporary open world role playing games. Yeah. So like it that part might be lackluster, but it is still a solid game. And um I like a lot of things about it too. Like uh I I I have been thinking about uh comparing it to Red Dead a lot, where like Red Dead and we mentioned this last time, like I really got into the role playing of Red Dead just because of the systems that were available in that game. And like Ghost doesn't have any of that either. So it's like, it's like I'll get into it. I'm like, yeah, this is like I mentioned earlier, like I'll get into him. This is, I got to avenge my clan and we got to rebel against the Mongols and like, Sometimes it looks amazing and riding the horse is cool and whatever, but then it, but then it'll just come to a grinding halt, and it's like, oh, where does where does you, it come to a grinding halt for you? What's part like where do where do you see that at? I'm starting to think it's the combat, actually. Okay. Um, and and I am not very far in the game at all. So and and I actually have, I'm pretty I'm pretty optimistic about where the combat's gonna go or get to, but like, I don't like wailing on people like four times plus before they die like and this is going to sound like a last of us thing but like the game the ghost starts out with you like hitting guys like twice and they're dead yeah and and i think with a sword fighting brutal 
sword fighting medieval game where like armor is just like maybe leather but not really leather in japan it's like it's yeah, like wood the, it's like wood with string you want sewn the quick cuts it. and brutal brutal death like immediately like quick sword fight blah, 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 yeah it's over yeah and so like it'll do really cool things like that like when you do the standoff walking up to a group of people like that's sick as shit like that yeah. is so awesome that yeah. that is such a cool way to do a thing and um i kind of just want that like i i kind of want um I kind of want just like one hit counter kills. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, cause, it, cause, like, the game. Cause it's not it, challenging you really, anyways, to do. Right. I'm kind of, I'm, I am kind of just mashing. Like, yeah, you have yeah. to, you have to watch for, you have to watch for certain things and react to them. And I've died a lot, actually, cause, like, I'll miss them. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, and that's fine. Like, I'm not upset about losing or whatever, but I just think, like, with what it's going for in terms of, the style and uh, aesthetic of like badass samurai, like lone wandering samurai, um, who is, I mean, the game establishes that he's young. You know, he's he's green. He's not like some well known established yeah, guy. So like that's fine, and you know, it rationalizes why you wouldn't be able to just cut everybody down in a single swipe. But like. There, there's, there's been a few encounters where I'm just like, man, I am just, I am just beating the shit out of these guys. They are taking so many sword cuts, and it's like that is weird. Like that doesn't really make sense to me. And that's again where it just becomes a video game. And like, so it has these things where you do the standoff, that's a one hit kill, or you do a perfect parry, and that's sometimes a one hit kill. Why is it just limited to those things? You know, like, like, why are these? You got to unlock them with your progression meter, right? Yeah, and so like that's where again it just it just shows all of its systems that are like behind the scenes that are that are just making it work the way it's working, and it's just yeah that part just gets really frustrating to me. So far, Um, it's not making me not want to play the game. I just think I'm not like, um, well, I'm not like itching to play it all the time. Which sucks for like a brand new release. It has Here's the thing some too. really good things and whatever. I don't think it's gonna be a short game. Like, no, I feel it like isn't. You're gonna want to. Ha- it's gonna want you to do that for forty hours. And I know. Will, that, will the game hold your attention for that amount right. of time? I could. That's I could gonna, easily see myself falling yeah. off. I could easily see myself not finishing this. Yeah. And um, that's fine. I I'm not upset about that. I don't really care. That's okay. The thing, the saving grace that I'm hoping for with the combat is that it really does have a, like, big, expansive skill tree. Like, it's kind of overwhelming. There's a lot of options to make. And, um... I'll say this about Or decisions to make. And there's stance changing, where I was getting at. There's, There's stance changing, which I just unlocked one of them. And I'm hoping that adds enough of, like, uh, variation to stuff to keep me interested. I don't know though. We'll I see. uh here's what I'll say about all of that. And I had a point that I was gonna make and now I'm kinda of forgetting what it was, so this might sound <laughs> um I do agree that the tree is expansive. I think it's gonna be similar to your experience with Fallen Order where you're gonna do all these side missions and have yeah. it unlocked like halfway through the game. 
Hmm. You think so? Well, I have a good bit of stuff. Like really, and I I haven't like the game starts you out in Act One. It gives you five missions uh-huh. that are your kind of main story missions, and I haven't done all of those yet. Because oh, okay, I, I thought you did. No, I I've just been riding around, like okay. kind of uncovering stuff on the map. I I've spent a lot of time doing nothing really. And I have one left in the act, just for context. So I don't know. I want to know if, like, once I complete those, am I still going to be in Act One? Mm. Am I going to move to a different map? Is it going to give me more stuff to do? Uh, like, I'm just kind of curious how the progression of the map yeah. works a little bit. And yeah. like for me, like just the way I play games, like I don't come back good. I don't do that well. So for me, I'm like trying to just to balance. areas in the map, you mean? Yeah, I'm trying to just balance. Like, I need to do everything that I want to do until I feel like I don't want to do anything anymore, and then I need to play uh, the story. Hmm. So I don't want to, like, play ahead in the story and then have to come back for for stuff, for box checking. You know what I'm saying? Well, I would assume that the game doesn't ever lock you out of a part of Well, that. no, I, I don't think it will either. I just, I don't know. Yeah. For my sense of... of yeah. Organ- organized progression. Uh, yeah. The way... One of the, the way one of the th- oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I was going to say, the one of the things that I I like about this game that makes it feel unique is in terms of, like, the open world and and navigating your, your open world map, how do you usually play? Do you I w- open I the map... I was going to mention that. ...and, and set uh, a waypoint that's closest to you? And kind of like just work close to you, or do you go like I want to hit all the health missions first, and then kind of go all over the map that way, or how do you completely random? Okay, completely random. Like that, I I'll set a waypoint. I'll do that, and then get sidetracked. And if I get sidetracked, I'll just go off of what is I don't know what I whatever I feel like from there. So Um, this. Yeah, that, that's that's it. Like I was gonna mention that where like that is the one thing that I'm having fun with in the game is that I'm not freaking out about doing a certain number of things first or like I gotta do all this around here. I just don't worry about any of that in these games. I never do. And if I oh here's a here's a, sh- a shrine to a kami, I'll do that. Inari. Sure, I'll, I'll do I'll do that now. Um. Or like, oh, there's a there's a Mongol camp in my way. Well, I'll I'll kill them all right now. I'll kill them all. <laughs> yeah, I'll just do that so right now. So normally, like, how I would know. play these open world games is I kind of struggle to be uh, product or not productive, efficient. I guess is the word. Mm. And I try. I will try to hit points that are close. It's kind of like the Death Stranding experience where I want mm. I want I want to spend the least amount of time doing the most amount of things. Okay? So. It's interesting because Death Stranding is specifically like you want to play Death Stranding that way, kind of. Yes, yes, <laughs> um, and that's that's normally how I engage with open world games in general. Okay. And I don't think this game is good for that. No, I, I would never do that. And and I I was gonna I was gonna mention like don't set rules for yourself. Yeah. You know, just so, do just do whatever, because like so they, this is the common complaint with open world RPGs: is people get overwhelmed by the things, and then don't either spend too much time doing the things and end up losing interest in the game, or just like, you know, like don't do that. Just yeah. don't do that. So, with specifically with this game, they made 
their waypoint system uh, work just like the wind points you to your yeah. your. Uh, so it's kind of this cool effect. The wind blows, the leaves kind of come up out of the ground, and the, the, everything goes in the direction that you're supposed to go. So I, I found it to be really neat to like set my waypoint like all the way across the map. Yeah. And so the wind blows towards my waypoint, which is my eventual goal. And then I get on my horse and I kind of just ride like almost in like a zigzag pattern mm. like toward that that end of the map and it and yeah. I get there eventually and I hit all these these interesting points on the way there. And it works uh to feel it's kind of a cool like I I'm probably romanticizing it a little bit, but I feel like a samurai in yeah. Rome in the countryside. Yeah. Helping helping people out. Uh the wind is what's guiding me to my objective, which feels like some kind of tradition uh, you know, Japan tradition, the wind gods or whatever are kind of pointing me in this direction. Yeah. And it it kind of creates this experience that I think is unique to the to that game. It it feels it feels hmm. authentic. Um with the the traditional Japanese instruments stuff going while the wind's blowing and the sun setting with the pink Japanese sky and it, that's something that, like when I'm playing I'm like wow this is this is really this is cool. Yeah, and, I'm sure there's actually a a metaphor that they were going for with like the wind at your back and you know all that stuff. Like and the as far as the way the a lot of the uh upgrade missions are the little box check missions. Yeah. I really like the way Japanese lore is integrated into mission. Yeah. Like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that you have hot springs where you sit and reflect and that's what makes you stronger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that he gets naked and you see his butt. <laughs> I love, that's my favorite part. I like, um, I think haikus are my favorite thing that I've done in games this year. Oh my god, year. they are so silly. <laughs> I think it's my favorite thing that I've done in games this year, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I did I did one, and I was like, oh, this is going to be like so cool. And then the third line had nothing to do with the first two that I wrote. <laughs> it's funny. But I, I think yeah. that's a cool like little thing to put into a game. Um, I like yeah, that, it's different. I like that when you're in in the map, the the visual cues that you're looking for are like animals that you follow to yeah. interesting points. There's just a lot of like ways, a lot of things that they did to try and make it feel immersive, so that you don't have to open that game menu up and 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 it, it, I feel like it's at odds with the gamey gamey design of the game right. to have these all these immersive like things where they don't want you to think you're playing a video game. So right. those those two things kind of are at war, and it, it kind of leads me to like have this up and down feeling while I'm playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as as like checking the boxes go, and like even combat, I'm I like what it is. I like that it's not hack and slash. I like that it's not souls. It feels good to have a game where I can just massacre the heck out of people. I've literally only died like one time. Oh wow! I'm just, yeah, I'm just kind of owning uh, everybody. They've been generous with the healing, like from the get go. I mm. wear, I don't wear armor at all. Like I only wear my traveling gear because it unlocks more of the map as I travel. 
So even when I get into skirmishes, even though I take more damage with the traveling guitar, I don't like press start and change my armor oh, all the funny. time. So I I kind of wish that some little things. I kind of wish that like what you were wearing didn't affect your stats so much because I wanna I wanna play <laughs> dress up. It's really funny. Well, I, so again, I do that usually in role playing games. Anyway, I yeah. I wear the coolest shit. I don't usually care what it looks like. Yeah. Um, or or what what its abilities are, um. But it's also hilarious that like you can choose to wander around in your like traveling clothes and or then just as soon full as, samurai armor with. And then as soon as people show up, it's like, nope. Let me put on my clo- Let me put on my armor first. Like, hold on, guys. Everybody stop. Let me put on my armor. <laughs> like, and that's and that's the thing is like, you said like the wind in everything is like it, it tries to be immersive and. I appreciate the attempt, and it's actually really cool. I'm still fucking opening the map every 30 seconds. So, like, it it doesn't matter that it's doing that because I don't, like, yeah, I don't want to think... get... I don't want to get too far off track if I'm heading to something. So, like, I and I want to know, am I actually yeah. going in the... Am I going to run into a mountain that I have to run around? Like, it, yeah. Like, well, the mountains I, aren't on the map anyway, are they? I, I My point is, like, I don't... Um, I don't let myself, my, my brain, my fingers just cannot like let not, go not, not open of that. The map, yeah. Like I just, I do that in like all the games like this. I'm opening things constantly and looking yeah. at things and whatever. So like, so like it's, it's really cool. Like it's a, it's a neat idea that they did with that and, and unique and whatever, but it's, yeah, it's, it's the wrong, it's the wrong game to do that in. You know, I don't know like if it's it, the wrong game. It's just it's going to depend on how you engage with it, how effective that's going to be. Well, and no, I mean, if you're a person I mean, that the, goes into the menu all the time, it's going to mean nothing. It's going to be. But nothing but that's what you. I mean, and yeah. that's what I mean. It's the wrong game for it because it is an open world role playing game where you're checking off boxes and changing yeah. your gear and getting all this shit and all like that. It it's that. It's not. It's not this one. It's not a walking simulator. It's not. You know. It's not something like Journey where you literally have no menu. Like it's. It has this thing that wants to be immersive, and you don't. They, there's no HUD, which is fine. Games have been doing the adaptive HUD turning off and on for a long time. That's great. It just doesn't like. It, it just doesn't really work like I think they intended for me personally. Yeah, and that's a bummer because like it's a it's a cool thing, but I'm also flipping up on the trackpad constantly. Like, am I actually going the right way? Like, I'm not sure because I got sidetracked for a second. So, like. So you're just calling on the wind to point you in the direction like it's it's silly like it, it ultimately comes off as like kind of silly for me. Um, yeah. And the animals. Okay, so like the animals are cool, right? That that fucking bird will just stop and turn around all the fucking time. And so it's <laughs> never it's never going in a straight path and you can just follow it. Every time I try to follow one of those birds they'll just suddenly like circle behind me and I'm like, wait, what did I miss it? And then they, and then, then they, they come around and then they keep going the same direction. It's like, so you're not matching my movement speed, which is really frustrating. Like that's really, fr- I can't like, again, I can't get into that because it's like, Are you I sprinting? don't exactly. Is that why? No, like I, I've, so with I those, like I, I tried had that problem at all. Like okay. I can, I can, I can put the camera up like if they're in the birds in the sky, all this yeah, direct the I've camera had, towards I've them. I've had and so many problems following. They definitely them. don't fly in a straight path, but like yeah. you can kind of see where they're going a little bit, and I haven't had really an issue of 
Like oh, there was no. there was one point there was one point where I wasn't even sure it took me to where it was supposed to take me. Yeah. Like I was like uh so I saw it flying and I like could barely keep up with it cuz it kept f- fucking flipping all over the place. And and it took me to a location and I was like is is this where I'm supposed to be? I don't is this where you were leading me? I don't see yeah. you anymore. And then and then it showed up again and it was like flopping around and I followed it and it started to leave the area I was in and I was like, "Okay, this wasn't this wasn't the area." And then it turned around and landed where where it led me. And I was like, "Jesus. Like what the fuck was I supposed to do here?" Yeah. Um I have found and- that they get stuck on level geometry a little bit. I feel like the tech there yeah. is not perfect. Yeah, the the fox. I've only done one fox, and it it was real janky. Really? Um, I was able to follow it, but yeah, it was it was real. I've done all. It the was foxes. real janky. All of them? I think. Yeah, I think. I Holy shit! A, Wait, all of my, them? Like, my have you been points, up to the other part of the map already? No, but my upgrade, my first couple upgrade points I I spent were just on the exploration points oh. on the map, so I could open up the map. So I yeah, spent I a lot of time yeah. just kind of riding around. Like I've done most of the hot springs. I've done all the wow. bamboo cuts, and I've done all. I maybe have one or two fox things left. That's really funny. Yeah. I didn't know. That's that's crazy. So so like going back to like how you play these games, that would make me not want to play them. Like I I wouldn't want to just go from all the side things like that in a row because then it would be too monotonous to me. Well, so here's how I do it. I'll look at a point that I want to go to on the map. And usually it's a mission, like I'm whatever. Yeah. So I'll do that. I'll track I'll hit the path and it'll track me towards the path. And then like I'll go through my menu and I have these exploration things marked so that I can uh like a, it'll highlight the shrines and the whatever. And then on my path there, I'll just kind of like stop on the way at each point. And then right. so so I you hit like two or three hmm. on the way there usually cuz I pick a point that's pretty far across the map. Yeah. Yeah. So like that that's where um it's funny I say I open the map constantly but I like I'm doing the complete opposite of what you're doing. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. Uh the the other on the combat real quick i wanted to mention again like i i complained to you the other night that i wish it had lock on and yeah i definitely wish it had lock on cuz i have i have so many problems with the camera it is it is it is crazy it was making me so mad last night like f- first of all not just the camera but him lining up with people he'll just straight up not line up with somebody and i'll go to attack and he'll just like swing at nothing like he'll start working another direction towards no enemy, and I'm just like, what the? What are you doing? What are you? Hold, what? You have to hold toward the guy you're attacking. Trust me, I'm doing that. <laughs> and it's I, just I've, like I've not had a problem with it. That's it's. I, I figured you didn't, and I, you know, it could just be me, and that's fine. But it's just like that has been my experience. Has been like the combat not think- only is just like it's you know it's it's me wailing on people, but then it's like. Sometimes I'm just straight up not hitting them or just whiffing by them or the camera's getting stuck on something or it's swinging around when somebody comes to attack me and it puts it's like behind a thing and then I can't fucking see anything. So it's it has not been smooth for me almost in any situation where combat uh... happens like the one of those standoffs, one of the standoffs put the camera behind a fucking tree. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Some of the text's like not good right there. Yeah, that's what but I that's me, what I mean. I have like enough stuff unlocked, like in terms of ghost like throwables and the bow and everything, that I feel like I can do the standoff, cut three guys down there, yeah. throw my shrewd. So, so yeah, I don't I don't have that multiple like attack multiple people. Like yet. I can I'm not, kill I'm I can enough. kill ten people in like five seconds. And really? So, yeah, literally. Oh so well, not, yeah, I want that. I'm not uh, I'm not having any problems with the combat. And yeah, it, it it's, feels it's cool been, too it's because been, like I'm it's a, been real messy for me. I'm like a badass samurai that oh you want to fight me <laughs> and then everyone's dead. It's like a whole crew of people. That's what like I want. It, it feels yeah. it feels legit and and violent and like the the person who knows the way of the blade really has Good. the upper hand in the yeah. See, I don't fight. have I don't have any of that yet so yeah um that's good i'm glad to yeah. hear that uh, uh what was i, I gonna say though about, i wanted about... to ask on yeah i wanted to ask on the combat like it teaches you very early on in the game how you can like kind of bounce between people mm-hmm. literally never works do you do that what do you mean by bounce like aim at one guy then aim at the other guy yeah uh, where it where you could like kind of chain multiple hits off of people and they like weren't blocking that was something that the game basically taught you at the at the very beginning and i i've tried to do it a couple times and it just either the situation doesn't happen or people aren't like close enough together or something like it just it just never happens so i would say that at least where i'm at now it, it it doesn't really do me any good to be like the aggressor a lot like if i just go to try to go swing at somebody they usually will parry it anyways so it's oh, kind I haven't of a, encountered it's kind people of like, parrying. It's kind of like a. It's not really like parrying to attack me. It's just deflecting my sword, and then we uh, get back. We go back to neutral. Yeah. So it 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 it's better to like wait for at least one guy to attack. So I'm kind of like just backing up and backing up until one guy attacks me, and then I try to deal with that attack. And mm. then so usually I can parry that or dodge it or whatever. And I've unlocked a couple like quick strike skills now. So mm-hmm. I usually like defend against the person that's attacking me, and like I'll either do a dodge or the try to do the perfect parry because I unlocked a a quick strike after the dodge now too. Yeah. So if I get mm-hmm. a perfect dodge and I can get one on one hit kill. So and then I do that and then as soon as I get done striking that person, whether I killed him or not, I'll usually quick strike to like the guy behind me because they're not like ready for it. So I'll get a hit there, a hit there, and then everyone will have like one hit left. And then I don't know, it just hmm. it's kinda I think I really think, and you might not feel this way, but you're playing Fallen Order and and uh Ghost of Shushima yeah. like back and forth. Just engaging with two separate combat systems that are extremely similar in the buttons that you press and the timing and everything, like that's gotta be a, a little I don't weird. have a pro- I don't have a problem with that. It hasn't messed me up, because um, again, I'm not really complaining about. I'm not really complaining about any of that stuff. It's, <laughs> it's. I don't have. I don't have a lot of these resources in yeah. terms of abilities yet. So, like, without all of that stuff, um, that's what it feels like. Uh, what, what I don't like is, I don't like com- melee games' insistence on putting projectile-based 
fighters in the freaking melee all the time. Yeah. It's like, it, it's pretty it's it. pretty easy to dodge the arrows in this one. I yeah. get it. But I don't want to have to run away from the fight that I'm having to go kill yeah, the it arrow feels, guy it and feels then run weird. back. It just yep. isn't, which is what I liked about Fallen Order. I could just parry. I could stay in the fight right there and parry the shots back. That's true. Yeah. And that's, I really like that. Like for this, as soon as I see, start getting hit with bows, I just sprint away and go kill the bow guy and then come yep. back to the actual yeah, fight. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as there's an archer, they are the first one dead. Which, which isn't, isn't fun. Like I know it's, it's kind of, it's takes just, me it's kind of silly. Like, that was yeah. my problem with Spider-Man. Like oh, the Spider-Man yeah. game too. They just ha- they would have people with rocket launchers like halfway across the level all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like I want to do the this. I want to play the game that you made. I want to play it. I don't. I like have um. To- I like that they did the archers uh, like giving you an indication of it of them shooting at you like differently though. Like this again, another attempt at making it yeah immersive yeah. and not gamey where they yell out instead of like a icon on the screen. Like, yeah, that's good. That's that's a good idea. Um. But yeah, and I, get, I do the I same thing. I don't want them not to be there. I, I mean, I understand. It's just like a thing that I I'll, every time I'm playing, I'm like, gotta go kill this bow guy. Yeah. And the, and with there being no indicators of where enemies are, like if you're in a town or stuff, sometimes I just can't find the archer. I just hear arrows zipping everywhere. I'm like, yep. right, where is he at? That, that's kind of that's kind of what I mean. Like that that has been part of the issue where it's like. Uh, I can't lock on to anybody, so I can't cycle between who I'm attacking. And on top of that, um, with all the camera stuff, sometimes I have no fucking clue where people are. And it's just like, you know, it, it just it just doesn't it doesn't operate as smoothly as it seemingly has for you. And that's like that's it's frustrating. Cause yeah. I'll I'll like things like some some situations will happen in combat where I'm like, yeah, that I was flowing like the wind. I was I was yeah. a lethal yeah, you definitely blade did that. and the, yeah, like you know, I was like whenever that happens, that's that's cool, but it's been very limited so far. Um I have you fought a boss yet? Yeah. Okay. A couple. Yeah, I did I did one last night. That was um it was intense. Like I, I thought a good like a samurai one on one fight was like intense. I I lost, I died to it. And um it, you know, once you figure out how to do it, it's not it's not hard, but it's but it's, it's it, one of those. To me, it was a normal encounter, but with a bigger health bar. Yeah, with a bigger health bar. I was gonna say the same thing. Like it's 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 again another example of like this this could have been. What if you were just always you the whole time you were fighting this drawn out thing where you're just trading blows, blocking, parrying back and forth, back and forth until there's just one strike, and it's like you found an opening and it's That's over. Sekiro. That's a like, one on it. Well, that doesn't even really happen in Sekiro, really, either. Like, sometimes it does. That's true. But, like, but yeah, like, chipping away at an enemy health bar, especially a boss which with a huge one on the top of the screen, which completely undoes all of their immersion with no UI yeah. thing. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's weird. So, like, I didn't... I thought it was cool. Like, I liked parts of it. It was just, like, again, it was that thought of, like, you know... What if it wasn't this way? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. What if it wasn't a standard video game? You know, like, what if? What if you took your your attempts at changing things the whole way? But you know what the you know what the game feels like playing to me though the most. Like a, a lot of people have have compared it to Assassin's Creed. I get. That oh, I'm not like, playing that way at all. With I'm the not doing historical, stealth at all. Uh, like reference, like 
the historical setting and all yeah. the collectibles that you get are basically Japanese lore, which I think yeah. is really interesting. Actually, me, it makes me, me t- like I said, the setting to get collectibles and everything. Yeah, the setting uh, is the whole reason I'm playing this game. Yeah, but I think it feels uh, like uh, Shadow of Mordor, not Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. That's what the combat feels like for sure. The combat and it, just movement, like you can't climb anything. Like you can climb everything in Shadow of Mortar, which that is that was the cool. best part about Shadow of Mortar. Yeah. But just like the way that Jin moves, I feel yeah. like the jumping and running—it's just it's mm-hmm. it's precise in a way that that you control it precisely, not the way that it looks. Like mm. it's the opposite of when we were talking about Last of Us on the last episode. You're like, I always feel like it's it's clunky. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. that was because they put such a focus on animation, whereas in this game... Yeah, this doesn't feel clunky. No, it, yeah. it feels tight, but it looks silly sometimes, like the way you jump mm-hmm. onto a rock and like all that kind of thing. So, yeah, that's true. That's true. I that's uh, just the, my... the Assassin's Creed thing, like I am just not doing stealth at all unless it's required for the mission. Otherwise, I'm running, I'm running in there screaming, fight me, bitch, and we're, and we're going immediately. I like to mix it up a bit. I I, I don't. Uh, the stealth is pretty. It's so standard that yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, I yeah. don't want to do it. Like I've I've already done that in a billion games, especially Assassin's Creed. You know, I don't I don't need to do it again in this. I'm I'm gonna be honorable and scream at you. Yeah, it's funny because cut you down every time you get the stealth kills. He's like, oh, I have to do it. I, yeah. There's no other way. Like he yeah. has to. He has uh, to. Uh, in in one of the stealth missions, I actually went out of my way to try to not kill anybody. Yeah, like I I was like, okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna circle around everybody and just get through this because I it was required. I wasn't allowed to raise the alarm or whatever. So it it um, worked though, right? Cause I, yeah, I, th- I, I, I think I killed one. I think I killed one guy. That I was killed it. like two guys there in my way, and that was it. I didn't yeah. have to. Yeah, it was doable, which I yeah. very much appreciated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's cool. The listening they barred the listening thing from. Uh, last of us with you yeah they did yes it's and it's like sort of hard to see sometimes like whenever whenever you do it uh i i haven't used it that much because again my play time is actually very low so i haven't really i haven't really had to do it too much yet i kind of forgot i forgot how to even do it i had to look up the controls (laughs) because it hadn't it hadn't come up again but yeah it's a good game. I'll keep checking boxes. I'm curious to see like if the story becomes anything. Uh, I heard that at the very end, it's good. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I heard too. I, I'm just. I want to see progression. That opening with the beach was a really cool. Yeah, I, I thought think, that was cool. Cinematic opening. Yeah. And then as as soon as like you wake up and and you're sneaking through the town, it's like, oh, what am I playing? This is like a ten year old game here. Mm-hmm. And then once it gets to the title screen again, and the game actually is open. It's it's pretty oh. neat, I think. Okay, this was hilarious. So, um, in the very in the opening when it gives you the title, okay, and I may, I'm probably overthinking this, but it's just so stupid. Like, the game starts out with Yuna saving you, and then you make a promise, like I'm gonna help you save your brother. I'll meet you at this place later, yeah. right? And then the game, like the the game, is like the music is swelling and it's like showing the wind blowing and you're on your horse and it's like okay we're going and here's the title screen and it's like it's a it's cool it's a good title and yeah, yeah. and then it suddenly is like now where do you go 
and you open the map and you can either turn do a complete 180 and go back the way that you just came <laughs> or go like off to the left to the next mission and i just love that it was like okay i'm like this this big opening like swelling moment of like oh man this is a brand new game like oh the wind's blowing and he's reaching down and grabbing the flowers and goes to tsushima and then it's like i'm going to do a 180 to go right back to her because the, it's a video game and i got to do the quest <laughs> <laughs> you mean like, you didn't ride and, and experience the sunset right there? You just turned around? Well, be, because it like once all that happened, I was like, well, now what? And it's where am I funny. going? Where it am I going? Me. So yeah. like, uh, so like, I opened the map, and then it was like, well, the next mission is like behind me, so I'm going to turn around and go that way. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like They give you this whole open map with nothing on it. There's yeah. no there's no like, climb Which in the like. high area and... Mm-hmm. And get the points. Yep. So, I, I I like that actually. That's a and good that's point. right where that's right where it starts you at too. Like as soon as that title screen hits, you basically are free roam on the whole. Mm-hmm. Like you could have rode to one end of the island, and and hit points on your way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I just thought that open, was hilarious. It was just open like, world games. It was like I I I'm going this way right now. I'll come back to you later, and then well, actually, actually, I'm just gonna. I, no, I feel like I just saw you. Now. I'm gonna go back right now. <laughs> yeah, like it, it was it was it was good. Yeah, I wonder like some of the side missions with the characters you get. Uh, it shows they have nine missions each for the yeah. side characters. And I kind of wish it didn't tell you that. <laughs> I'm wondering like if. I do all those nine missions. Does that? I don't. I want to know. That's a lot of missions for one. It for is a one lot of person. Missions. It is. Yeah. I just like it's even with as much as I played it. It's hard for me to grasp like how big the game is because mm-hmm. I'm trying to. I don't want to do the thing where I get tired of s- specific things and like. I, well, that's that what was, right. That's why when you said you were doing that, I was surprised because like one that's of the thing, ex- that's why I don't do that. One of the things about Horizon that I liked so much is I felt like. They opened like you didn't get the whole map at the beginning, right? They opened yeah, they parts of the off. map mm-hmm. so that I I could play at a good progression pace mm-hmm. that that allowed me not to have that burnout. Whereas with this, I don't have any idea. Like if I do those f- four missions for Act One and it goes right to Act Two, then I'll know. I guess I'll have a better idea of you know what pace I should take things or yeah. I don't. I I know what you're saying. I have no idea. I haven't thought about it. I yes, yeah. I, I I haven't like, I haven't really put any consideration into that at all. Because like, I assume the map is completely open right now. So I I, I think sort there's, of, I think there's two more areas. There's like little gated. Uh, oh really? Okay. So yeah. you fa- and, you found gates? Okay. And you can uh, not, well, I don't know if they're gated or not. I didn't ride to them, but if you like pull pull all the way out on the map, it looks like the island that you're on has three sections. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. It does. Okay. Yeah, that's I. What, uh, that's what it looks like to me. It could be a, a bad interpretation I have. Yeah. The. Yeah, I, I, I was just planning on, again, just doing whatever. Just I'll, 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 I'll probably mostly do the story. Yeah. And, and just whatever I come across, I'll do along the way. It's kind of but, funny. The story missions give you like a ridiculous amount of of uh progress in terms of upgrades yeah and all those little side missions are the smallest little incremental uh yeah well that's what i was talking about and we don't need to like go deep into this but like those side things aren't worth 
the experience, they're worth permanent stat boosts, which is yeah. like that's awesome. I think that are you ta- what I was are you saying, talking I think about that's awesome. Like shrines of Inari, or are you talking about just but that that the bamboo things, for, the the pools, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like those? So you're talking about actual like things on the map. I'm talking about like when you go to there's their white missions instead of yellow missions. Oh, I haven't done they're, any of they're those. They're just basic. <laughs> they're just hey, my my sake bar is, oh. is overrun by Mongols. You'll get okay. like a charm for it. Oh, okay. That, and the, so those are the like smallest the, smidge of of progress. Those are kind of like the Red Dead, like stranger just pops up. I or, that's as soon as I saw that happen, I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> or well, I'm not worrying about it. Yeah, maybe the but the stranger pops up weren't missions. Those were just things you could encounters you could deal with. But, this is like but a these mission. are but these it gives are like, you like a, a a titled mission screen. Okay. at the beginning, at the end of it. So every, those like, just barely give you anything, is what you're saying. Yeah, and and that's okay. basically what the nine missions are for the side characters too. Like it's some kind of yeah. smaller mission like that where yeah. So I wonder how worth it it is to do some of these things because you're not getting a lot of like world building or story or anything like that. It's like right. hey, Mongols have attacked my brother. Can we save him? Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, let's go save that's, him. That's that's the thing. It's like I already am going to be fighting so many people yeah, through yeah, the course yeah. of literally everything else. Like I don't. I don't need those. So I mean, every every open questy game has stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I think I did like, do one of them, and it was like, it was like really whatever. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'm just gonna ignore those. I think probably going forward. <laughs> but for like Horizon, for example, I thought it was interesting because they would be like, oh, we're worshiping this thing, and they stole this headpiece for, uh, they stole this headpiece for our worship ceremony, and then you go, and the guy's like trying to. I don't know. It just was the world building was better with with the I remember, side missions. I remember not really caring about the side missions in that game either. That was a point yeah. of contention between us in the first place. Yeah. I think. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't remember because I didn't really do them in that game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a it's it's a solid game. Um, yeah, it's it's another. Nice exclusive for them to hang their hat on for sure. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh, have you been playing anything else? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know how much longer we want to go here. Um, but uh, I played, I played the next Souls like on the horizon. Uh, I played a demo for that uh, called Mortal Shell. Uh, not a ton to say. I streamed it. I need to actually make sure I grab that video, but it's it's still on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash lost in contraption. Um, Have you been grabbing videos from your Twitch stream? To no, I always forget. Nope. I ne- they, there are things completely lost forever, like Sekiro is gone, Resident Evil 2 is gone. I didn't download any of that stuff, so oh well, whatever. Um, but yeah, Mortal Shell is uh, it's from the smallest team yet attempting a Souls-like. I think they're they're an actual indie team. I think it's only a handful of people, as far as I understand. Uh, I was really impressed by that. I think it's a really cool attempt at the formula. Um, it does a couple things a little differently. It actually does something very similar to Ghost of Tsushima, where you need to be attacking things because you want to build a meter because that meter does other things. So if you're kind of sitting back and not doing anything, you're you're screwing yourself. And um, Bloodborne was the most aggressive Souls game. Like, it really wanted you to be aggressive. And that's what Mortal Shell is kind of going for. And it gives you a couple other 
tools to be aggressive, which I think is really weird. Like, the game setting is really weird. Everything that it's set up is very strange. And I think that's what's the most appealing part to it, is that it actually made a world that feels odd. Like, you are... you are. Um, I'd say Souls kind of nails that, too. That's what's... That's what the... Souls Souls is, at the end of the day, medieval fantasy, right? Like, I mean, I, I don't know that it... It does do some things differently, and it, and it has this aura of being, of yeah, it being feels unique. Weird. It feels like weird fantasy to me, um, but I, I know what you're saying. But... But like Mortal Shell is like you're you're not just undead, you're some weird like ghost vessel thing that inhabits dead bodies. And like that's how they are doing the whole archetype of like different playstyles. Instead of instead of being like a fully open ended RPG like Dark Souls is, they're putting you down certain lanes of playstyles by finding coming across dead adventurers and you like possess them. <laughs> And and then you are that you are now uh you are now completely in charge of their dead body for like the rest of the game. And it's like really strange and it has it has all this weird stuff already, like where in that little tiny piece that I played where it's hinting at like this very well thought out world. Um like Remnant from the Ashes how weird all of that shit was like it wasn't exactly amazing but it was they put a lot of thought and effort into making that strange fiction yeah and i get the same feeling from mortal shell and yeah. that's that's awesome um because the surge does not do that and yeah. neo neo does not do that either so yeah, they're more focused on gameplay they are more gameplay yeah and like they have a setting but it's just a setting so like it it feels like mortal shell is actually really trying to grab that leaning that, into the lore. Yeah, that part of souls that like no one is really able to recreate Replicate. yet. Yeah. So like that's really awesome and I have a lot of hopes for it. And gameplay wise, like it it feels okay. They need to tweak some things, but like it was surprisingly it was actually very challenging. I died a yeah. ton. Um and it does parries and whatever. So like I, I have pretty high hopes for it actually. Uh, it comes out this year in September, I think. That's so, cool. Um, I'm, that'll probably be something that I stream like the entirety of. Cool. Uh, but um, what else? I have one more game. Okay. Uh, is it is it released this weekend? Same day, Ghost of Tsushima. I have a good chunk oh, of the, Paper oh, yeah, yeah, Mario. Yeah. Right. The Origami King completed, and I would just like to say, what a delightful game. Yeah. Nintendo. You've, you've never played one, right? No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, Nintendo constantly just makes these delightful gaming experiences where you sit down and it's just a joy. It's yeah. like it, it just it's constantly silly and fun experience, and this is absolutely that. Uh, it's a traditional adventure style game, so. If you any have played the latest Pokemon, it's like similar to how the layouts of the environments are, mm. like the towns. Like it's a fixed camera angle. You're walking around. Mm -hmm. um, since Mario's flat, uh, they do some really cool uh, depth perceptive things where you could. They have little areas hidden, and you can find things. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just it's everything's made out of paper and and construction and 
the whole premise of the game has you like throwing confetti to cover holes in the paper constructed levels. Okay. Uh, because the origami king is like turning everything to origami and right. basically basically the levels are paper mache kind of. Like you, you can see uh-huh. the, the holes in them and he cause he tears up the levels. Okay. And so you have Got a it. bag of confetti that conf- everything turns to confetti. You have your hammer, you're you're hitting boxes that explodes in confetti, you're hitting your enemies explode into confetti, and you collect that confetti and then you throw it in the air and then it covers the holes. So uh-huh. it it works similar to like if you ever played a Lego game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how you build like the platform to jump on the platform to get to the next area. That's basically what this is. Is gotcha. Is, uh, and the confetti looks good on the Nintendo Switch. Like it's particle effect, flat paper that floats down, and it's a really good use of a limited system that they have, limited technology. Yeah, I loved the the first the first two games. Like that style again, as usual. Nintendo figures out how to take their limited hardware and g- just go crazy with it. Yeah, it's really like cool. Like that 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 aesthetic of Paper Mario is just really cool looking. And and they do something different with all of them. Like the the origami thing is like I I love that idea. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh you're also saving toads. There's like little crumpled up toads all over the place in the level. Some of them are folded into little origami animals. <laughs> and you basically pound them flat with their hammer and then mm-hmm. they'll be like, "Thanks for saving me, Mario." I was be- I thought I would be a grasshopper forever. <laughs> and uh this is where the writing shows. The writing's fantastic. I've laughed out loud several times. Like yeah. literally laughed out loud several times. Yeah. Uh in just the first couple hours of the game. Uh they have fun stuff with the origami. Like you have like an origami partner. Her name mm-hmm. is Olive. And when you go to spots on the on the uh in the level she folds into like accordion arms where Mario can stretch his arms route real far. And then you solve a puzzle by doing motion controls with your accordion arms. Oh no. Or, or different, different things like that. They just can't get away from the motion stuff. They just can't. No, it's, it's fine what it is. It's kind of fun. I think actually, yeah, it's not, it's not there. It's not there as, as it's not as prolific as it was in like Mario Odyssey. Okay. It's just like one little thing. But I, I think you can turn it off anyways if it bugs mm. you. I saw that in the settings. So there's that. And then we have an interesting, I think, design on combat that yeah. is cool. I, I think it works really well. Um, do you know how it works? Yeah. Are you are you treating it like a puzzle? Are you trying to do it the right like is it pretty clear what the right way to do it is? So, so here's like, how it works. Uh, the enemies show up in formations. Either the only two formations I have right now are a straight line or a group of four. Uh huh. And they go to it looks like a a dartboard. Mario is standing at the bullseye of the dartboard. So there's several slices on this dartboard. Yeah. So it'll show them walk in in their groups, and then they'll shift. They'll shift uh like alignment. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they shift. You'll get 30 seconds on the clock, and then it'll start counting down. And then you'll look in the corner, and you have, like, let's say, two moves to make. So those two moves would be if you you can shift those, like, pie slices mm-hmm. in different directions in order to get them back into the the lines that those formations. Yeah. And so if you, if you think of it like a... 
if you think of it like compared to XCOM where your weapons are on a grid and you can like see where the weapons will hit the spaces that your weapons will hit. Yeah. You're basically trying to shift the formation of the enemies into the spaces of the weapons that you have. Right. Okay. And it gives you it, the 30 seconds will count down. You can look at it. You can, uh, it'll give you two moves, let's say. And that means you press a, you shift them to wherever you want. And then when you hit a again, that counts as one move. Okay. So it's not like it's not like one shift left is one move, another shift is another move. Do you know what I mean by that? It's not yeah. like going to give you twelve moves where. Yeah. So you can kind of like fiddle with it. Um, if you if you let the clock run out, then you'll it goes right into turn based. You'll select your attack just like a turn based game, and you'll attack in the formation that your weapon is. So if it's a if you're doing jump attacks, it's a straight line. If you're doing your hammer, it'll be a little group of four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you if you line the people up correctly, it'll give you an attack bonus, which is usually enough to just kill them in one turn. Okay. If you don't That's if you I don't line them up correctly, then you won't be able to hit all the enemies. Right. Because, so it just keeps going. Yeah. So then it'll they'll shift into another formation, and then you'll get another puzzle. Yeah. They'll they'll attack you after you attack them, which normally if you don't shift the puzzle right. You're not killing them, so you're gonna get hit by like seven people. It's pretty mm. brutal, actually. Hmm. And then, uh, you so the, it'll shift the puzzle again, and then so you'll move it, and it'll do the same thing until you finish the battle. So, it it benefits you to to think of the puzzle and do it correctly. Uh, you don't have to do it. There's also, okay. um, you have a ton of coins, and you can also pay coins to to toads and they'll come in and they'll throw items into the battle sphere. Yeah. So if you're low on health, they'll give you health. They'll sometimes hit the enemy with rocks. Uh, oh, so then, is it random? Yes. The oh, toads wow. are, the toads are random. Oh, wow. And then there's also like items that'll, it'll help you break the rules too. Like you'll get a special hammer that hits a wider area or does more damage or, and those will mm-hmm. be expendable. Like they have limited number of use. So you'll you'll play through an area. It does the thing that Pokemon does where you can see the enemies like walking around in the real world. And you uh-huh. can dodge them if you want. Like you can run away from them. You don't have to engage in the battles. Yeah, cuz you're not leveling up, are you? Yes, you are. Oh, you are? Your HP will go up, yes. Okay, cuz I I thought I heard that I th- There's I not thought really I heard... a progression system. Yeah, I thought I heard somebody say that like you don't really get anything for battling, but there has to be no, something. You, so you get a ton of coins, and then the coins are spent essentially to break the game. Also, also, I forgot to say <laughs> do, this: Do you get a ton of coins? But if you avoided battles, you wouldn't need the coins anyway. Is that? Uh, yes, I would okay. say that's pro- unless you're, but you can buy things with the coins. Sometimes okay, okay. the game wants you to buy. Yeah, but yeah. also that timer that's running down, you can't pause the game. Hmm. So as soon as it gives you the battle. You, it says go, and then you have you have to do the puzzle. If you hold start, it'll dump a coin in for a second. Oh, so you can you can keep pumping the clock in order to figure out the puzzle until you get it, or you can let the time run out and then. I think I heard. Uh, I think I heard that somebody would take a screenshot and back out of the game and look at the screenshot. <laughs> yeah, you could, if you want to do that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but uh, there's plenty of coins. There, I have not been hurt i for coins like i've been able to pump the yeah. time up every time i needed to it's not been an issue and you're also once, enjoying it anyway right like that's... once you progress p- 
past a level and you, you're going back through the level, like if you're trying to save toads or fill more paper mache holes or whatever, uh-huh. it doesn't make you refight the enemies. You can then just use your hammer and hit them when they attack you. Okay. If they they'll do this thing where they charge you if they if you don't if you don't attack them before they charge you like once they connect with you it'll bring you to a battle but if you time it right and you either jump on them or hit your hit them with your hammer it'll just kill them right there okay and that also happens in when you're playing through the level the first time it'll just give you a bonus, a bonus. like at the beginning yep. the beginning of the level it'll show Mario smacking him with the that's hammer that's how that's how persona works and then uh it still has the quick time events thing in the combat, so you're still timing your jumps. Yep, and your and your hammer. Th- yeah. So all of this equals a, a to me a pretty engaging hmm. uh, package for. You know, you get the traditional turn based combat. You get this unique puzzle thing. You get a little bit of of regular melee because there's some enemies in the game that you literally just have to go behind and hit them with the hammer. There's no actual puzzle based combat. Yeah. Uh. In my experience so far, the bosses have been where I could see people who don't like the the combat being a pain in the butt. Hmm. Instead, it puts the enemy at the center of the circle, and then you have like little arrows that you're trying to line up to make Mario run a correct path to the boss. Uh. And like there'll be things along the way that you need to pick up, like uh, an item or something that you need to have in the fight. And sometimes mm-hmm. those puzzles are hard. And if you can't figure out the correct solution, then you can only get like two damage and it's going to just make the fight draw out and draw out and draw out and draw out until you solve one of those puzzle rings and get a big chunk on uh-huh. them. So I could see where some people are like, oh, I just want to watch, get through this and stuff. But Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> the quick time stuff. The quick time stuff I blessed during... myself. <laughs> I said bless me. Sorry, tight. Uh... The quick time stuff was what made the turn based stuff in those games interesting. So I think it's I think it's still it's good. It's a good addition. And, and so I remember because I haven't followed the game. Like I missed like two or three series entries. Um, and I thought it was weird that they added that whole puzzle thing because it was like, why do we need this? Did you need it? Yeah, like I, I don't know, but um, so that's good. That's good. It sounds like it's. Actually, the quick time so. stuff is there is the difference sometimes between killing an enemy and not killing mm-hmm. an enemy too. So it, it yeah, it was a really big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah. neat how it works, and they have like little practice areas where you can go practice your timing and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll I'm get anticipating. A, uh, I'm anticipating probably thirty-ish hours of a game. There, it seems like there's quite a bit to do. I'm on to the second like world. I guess we'll put in parentheses. They were pretty no. lengthy. The first two were pretty lengthy. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I believe that. I I, I do want to play that game at some point, you know, just not making time I think, for certain things. I think <laughs> you would like it a lot, actually. Yeah, I'm sure I would. I, I'd, I'd just skip the other ones because they'd sound like they were, like, lackluster, but I loved the first two. Um, yeah, I bet I bet you'll you'll appreciate the writing and the... Thou- Thousand Year Door is amazing. Like, I, ca- yeah. I kind of wish they would remake that or re-release it or something because I never actually got to beat it. Um, yeah. I still have it, but, like, it was hard as fuck. Yeah. Like, the, la- the last boss was insane. I-, I got to the very end of that game and couldn't beat it. It was really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I yeah I I think it would be I think it would be cool if they just did like a collection of those games but you know yeah. Nintendo doesn't do what people want so 
that'll probably never happen. <laughs> Nintendo also has the unique experience of like their games just don't age, kind of. No, they don't. A lot of them, a lot yeah, of, they're a lot of them don't age like at all, really. Yeah. So I think you want we want as gamers we want their back back catalog more than probably a lot of. Different. Oh yeah, than a lot. That's true. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. not to defend them, I guess, because they are weird with how they do some things, but. Yeah, they make horrible I, decisions. <laughs> I would, I would recommend that you play that immediately. Don't don't wait too long. But I mean, again, it's up to you to make time for it. I just I think yeah, you really enjoy. It's that. just it's just whenever I want to, because like I want to play Luigi's Mansion still. Also, yeah, I would so like I would play. Uh, I would go Paper Mario before Luigi's Mansion, unless you're worried about mm-hmm. price. But I bet Luigi's Mansion's still forty five bucks anyway. Those games don't come down. I wasn't even thinking. Whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't even thinking that for any reason um uh i had one last thing are you are you okay still with your computer (laughs) 20 minutes i think we'll get out of it okay before we crash um if something happens i'll just i'll just give you like a thumbs up and then you can just cap the episode off okay it's it's a quick one um and a surprise thing super hot oh did you play that Mm -hmm. yeah uh super hot was a game that i adored um, that I talked about forever ago. I think Josh played it when we were still doing 2v1 also. I can't remember. But yeah, Super Hot's awesome. Uh, I'm sure most people know what it is at this point. So they released a free... It's weird. They did, they did a free update for people that previously purchased the game. If you had never purchased it and you got I it have- through like... Yeah. I have Super Hot in VR, so I wonder how that's going to work for me. Because it was a separate count. purchase. Yeah, that, that, I don't. I don't think that counts. So, and that's what I mean. Like they did this really weird thing where, like, you had to have bought the original game prior to this release, and you would just get it for free. If you had got it, if you had got Super Hot on like Game Pass or like PlayStation Plus or something, I don't even. I don't even know if Super Hot's on PlayStation other than VR. I can't remember. I don't know. Um, you just wouldn't get it. But all that said. Uh, I love Super Hot. I bought that immediately when it came out um, a f- few years ago now. So I got the new one for free, which is Mind Control Delete. And it is Super Hot the Rogue Light, which is An strange. interesting concept. Yeah, yeah, which is strange. I, I did not know that's what it was going to be. I don't know that they really like showed much of it other than like it was like, hey, we're releasing this and it's free for some people, so look out for it. And so I'm glad that it was free because I would have been pissed if I paid for this, honestly. Yeah. And I feel and I feel really bad saying that because Super Hot is a really cool, unique thing that uh that I think was a lot more work than you would think it was just looking at it. Um, it originally was like a game jam game that I played forever ago because it got talked about so much and they turned it into a full release and the full release was really cool because they did like, you know, it was like a meta game narrative about video games that was funny and weird and, and just cool to play through. It was like two hours long and did a lot of really neat stuff. And with this one, making it a roguelite, like the gameplay of Superhot is 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 unique for sure. I don't know if I want to play it over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, yeah, like I and I, it's it's odd. I I don't know what they were thinking, but uh, it is still trying to tell a story. I think 
I kind of can't really tell. Um, it's really kind of confusing on how it works because I've already seen like most of the level geometry that it repeats, uh, which is frustrating because I've played it for like 45 minutes, I think. Um, but you are working your way through a map. You pick you pick a, pot, a point in the map. It throws you into one of these rooms, and you have to kill so many. You have to you have to go through so many mini rooms of killing so many guys, and you just progress and progress and progress. And yeah. they'll just keep coming at you from certain areas. It's like a little playground of super hot. It's not like yeah. it's not like you're working through a level and that's the end of the level. It's just they'll run at you, and you have all these tools at your disposal. Um, but you get like upgrades and stuff and like abilities and you have health and like all this, all this stuff that is not super hot. And it's, uh, it's just odd. It's, it's an odd call. And I think the, uh, I think the joke on this one is they are making fun of roguelike games. Like that's, that's the joke because every time you finish a thing, it's like, Oh, you want to keep going? Like, haven't you had enough? Like you just want to kill more things or whatever it's. And yeah. like, that's, and that's the thing. And and I don't know like if that's going to go any further because the way that the first one ends is really awesome. Like it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's just a good thing. Like it's a cool story and a smart way to do it. And I don't know if, I don't know if they're up their own ass a little bit on this one or, or what, but um, I, I'm a little disappointed, which like sucks. Cause I was like, like oh surprise here's this thing this thing, and maybe that maybe there's a reason for that because like it's kind of just you know it's just whatever. more yeah it's kind of whatever so yeah. um but yeah if you never played the original Super Hot definitely worth definitely worth playing yeah <laughs> yeah uh, cool. I think I think it is on Game Pass actually so who cares about the new thing you could play original Super Hot yeah. But. So what do we got coming in the future? I have future no idea. Episode. I have no idea actually. I cuz I meant to look that up. It's probably just going to be backlog stuff until we get to the end of the year and see what's Cyberpunk's in 2 months? 3 months? Uh, I can't remember when that's coming out. Hold on, I think I got it's, my calendar. I right think here. it's in September. Or was that before it got delayed again? I don't know. I think that's like the last like big thing on the horizon because we don't know we don't know when xbox or playstation new stuff is coming and we yeah. don't know what it's launching with um so it's like, good to ha- good to have a whole month at least august to finish these two big games that we have so that's a good thing yeah, uh, I think Fall Guys comes out at the beginning of August. I'm curious I really, to see what that likes. I'm really interested in that game. I am. Yeah, I me want. Too. I want that to be something. I want that to be something because Mario Party bullshit mini games on a battle yeah. royale scale. That's that's such a brilliant idea. Yeah. So hopefully that's good. Yeah. Uh, Josh has Windblown. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that in is. In August. Um, carry on. We'll get carry on. I'm kind of interested to see that. Yeah, at sure. The end of this month. That's a all, that's a thing that I probably won't buy immediately. Yeah, all that stuff's kind of small. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see. I, I know you wanted to do an episode of Factorio in August. That's still the plan. Um, because it comes out, I believe, in August. But uh, I've I've still been playing that a decent bit. But 
that'll be like an addition thing. It's not like a. Yeah, it's so not going to be a two-hour-long episode about Vector. If we don't have too, uh, if we don't have too much to give you guys, maybe we'll spend some more time with board games in August. So. Yeah, I mean, I've actually been playing a lot of them lately, um, yeah. but we're a little bit out of time here. I I have something very, very weird and specific to talk about that I've gone not deep on, but it's a new it's a new fascination, which is the board game Go. Do you know? No, what, do you, Do you know what Go I'm, is? Never even heard of this. Go is an ancient board game from China that is still played today extensively. Mm. Um, it is it is really weird. Uh, it's really cool. It's also super basic, but also the most complex thing I've ever played. Um, and that, that has been a very recent thing. And just all with the Ghost of Tsushima thing, just more Asian culture stuff that, like... I've been going more deep on, um, so I'll talk about that more probably next time. Cool. But, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm always interested to hear about more board games. I have too many of them already, but you know how, you know how chess is like an abstract game about war. Yeah. Go is like the ultimate abstract that, game about war. <laughs> that's cool. I have a Japanese like similar game of chess called Onitama that's, it's uh about moving formations and stuff. It's kind Japan. Of Japan has their own version of chess that's really interesting called shogi, actually. Uh, um, but it's it's like chess. It's it's like chess the sequel sort of. It's it's it works the same way, but has all these other weird rules. It's it's neat. I played it in Yakuza. <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, I, I I definitely want to get more board game coverage in the next one. So that's all we have time for today. Yeah. I uh, appreciate the uh, you guys enjoying this meaty episode that we have. Like yeah, this is a big one. one, and I had more to talk about. So yeah, it's it's just uh, it's well, good. Un- until next time, um, I'm still streaming at Twitch.tv/slash/Lost in a Contraption. Random stuff. It's been a lot of Warzone lately. Trying to still get that Warzone W, man. I want it. Yeah, AJ needs a win. Um, so you can you can follow me there. Maybe give me a free Twitch Prime subscription. That would be cool. That'd um, be sweet. Yeah, get at us on social media at with punish game, and uh, we still got swag. The links in the episode. Nothing else. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you guys till next time. All right. Check out my wife's blog. Yep. Not gonna say what it is. No, she know it's. I've said it enough. Okay. Popcornreviews dot com. All right. Uh, I was just ready for the sign off. Yeah, it could be a it could be a silent one. We could just let people like just sit there, leave everybody hanging. Are they gonna say goodbye or are they what are they doing? Uh, okay, now it's actually over. Bye, bye.